stage, Mike Zakarian. Good morning. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Little Monday action. Little Monday for everybody, huh? And this is the last official week of the NBA offseason, right? We are now eight days away. From the regular season tipping off, we got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Okay, we're gonna overreact to some preseason stuff. Uh, we that's it. That really that is the agenda. Uh, that is the only agenda for today. So we do. Do we have a lot of stuff? I don't know. But do we have stuff? Yes, we do. Uh, and we are battling the elements a little bit this morning. So I'm sorry if I sound a little congested. Honestly, down so bad that I missed the finals game yesterday. We had tickets to uh, game three of the WNBA finals. Go Libs. John Quill Jones out there balling yesterday. Uh, and I wasn't able to go because I was down bad. Kelsey still went. We were able to get another friend to go. Uh, now we're thinking about scoping some tickets for uh, Wednesday's game four. We're going to force a game five. Go Libs. Also, Michael Wilbon getting absolutely owned uh, for his tweet about uh, the energy. He's like, I don't know when the last time he was at a Liberty game. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know I was going to start with the WNBA, but Wilbon out there being like, it's like the worst fans in the world. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike Wilbon. You were confusing the New York Liberty with the Brooklyn Nets because the Liberty games are a vibe. Even if you don't like the WNBA, it's a vibe in there, okay? Also, Ellie was out there with little Kim, so I'm glad right after the article came out in the New York Times that we got some Ellie love out there. Anyways, I'm bummed I missed it. Uh, feeling a little bit better today, but uh, still under the weather. Anyways, enough about that. Enough about me. Oh, well, actually, one more thing. I did see Jon Stewart and John Mulaney this weekend. Holy crap. Uh, was not sure if they were both going to do a full hour. They both did a full hour. It was awesome. Really, really good. Excited to see what those specials look like when they come out. Anyways, all right. Uh, now let's talk about you. Uh, jump shoots up in here. We get Sneeps in the house. Happy National Sports Day. This is great. It's a well-themed day, Snoopaloop. Thanks for sharing. Hugo's here. Josh is here. Santa's boys. Patrick Coyne says BJ. That's uh, a reference to Bonjour, the GM of Victor Wembayama. We the people made some money this weekend. I did not. 3DH is here. Skeets, good morning. No dunks is back. On a daily basis now? Let's go. Stubbs is here. Bowdivine in the house. Who else? We got the common man. Ukulele's here. Who else? Brackenridge, who's just been grinding those double dribbles. I see you in every freaking draft. Also, the Wimbanyama stock is up in that world. Uh, we got Matic Auto in here. Ooh, you hit the withdraw button? Okay, Snoopaloop. Uh, Billy Jackson in the house. Go sign up for top-tier projections. Gilbert's here. All right, everybody's here. Like the stream, subscribe to the channel, all those things. Um, just some uh, content updates, right? So uh, 89 Cavs is back tonight, which is exciting. We've got uh, Shot Tank is back on Wednesday night. And then obviously on Fridays, we're doing the Underdog Happy Hour show at 3 p.m. The NBA bet will be here Monday through Friday. Uh, but let's talk. Listen. The NBA tips off on Tuesday. As you guys know, we do that eight-hour marathon stream. We get an update on some guests. We'll hit you with that uh, in just a second here. But we're, that's presented by So Rare. We're going to be live from the So Rare studios. We're going live at noon. A week from tomorrow, all the way up till tip for the first game, we're going to be giving out some NBA tickets. We'll be giving out some team hold merch, some so rare merch, some so rare cards, uh, a lot of fun stuff. Let's talk about some of these guests, though, shall we? We've got Ian Carmel, who you should know from All Fantasy Everything podcast. He used to be one of the, I think he was the head writer uh, on the Corden Late Night Show. Really funny stand-up, but more importantly, diehard Portland Trailblazers fan. We got Adam Mayers. Adam Maris from DNVR is going to talk to us a little about some about those nougats. We got Skeets joining. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe we just talk about no buffs. We just talk Survivor the whole time when Skeets is here. We got Andrew Schlecht from Down to Dunk in the Athletic. He's going to come on and talk some Thunder. We've got Katie Heindel from Basketball Feelings. <clears throat> Excuse me, we got a cough. We've got Keith Parrish from the uh, Fast Break Breakfast podcast. We've got Howard Beck from The Ringer. And we've got Marcus Thompson joining the show as well. So we got we've got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff. Also, Drunk Tree in the chat. Let's go. Drunk Tree's back at it. So uh, that guest list is fire. We still have a couple more that we're going to be adding in as well. 89 Cavs will be there, of course. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. Let's we gotta do a drop real quick because I gotta cough. Who's ready to yell? Well, the top. There we go. That's good. I like that. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Marcus Thompson was a fun ad too. I'm always surprised who's going to respond to a DM, you know? So that was really good. Really, I'm very pumped for that show. I'm pumped for the NBA to be back. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. Let's go over some, let's just go over this weekend's action. We'll do Friday to last night. Um, there was only a couple games on Friday and a couple on Saturday. And then yesterday was a little bit more of a loaded slate. But a couple of fun things uh, to talk about while we get through it too. 
especially if you're still doing some last minute drafts on underdog, by the way, use promo code hold for 100% deposit bonus match up to $500 right now. They up that ish. Um, Cause we only got a week left of drafting those double dribbles. And actually, if I look at this right now, I want to say what's our overlay looking like right now, only 56% is full and the prize pool is guaranteed. So somehow, you know, if that doesn't fill that's free money, baby. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Let's go over some of uh, this weekend's action. We will start. We're going to start on Friday. We're going to go chronological. Okay. We're not just going to pick the highlights. We want to highlight. Okay. We're going to go. Every game is important to me, uh, but we are starting with Wembenyama. So maybe you can throw that theory out the window. Spurs won on Friday, 120-104. You know, I did say that I went to Mulaney and John Stewart and I would would I don't want to say that I wish I wasn't there because I had an incredible time. But you lock your phones away, right? So you put your phone in that pouch. My phone is gone for like 4 hours, which honestly was a very freeing experience. But then I turn my phone back on and it's just memes everywhere of Thomas Bryant. I mean, that that Space Jam-esque dunk from Wemby where he just kind of turn arm stretch Armstrong French Gumby shit, throws it down, and Thomas Bryant looks at the bench like, "Bro, what do you want me to do, man?" What do you want me to do? Uh, but let's start with the heat culture. So they, even though they lost 121-04, obviously Jimmy Buckets didn't play. Hero didn't play. Bam didn't play. They just kind of threw out some other guys. Uh, Jamal Kane, though. And the only reason I want to like highlight some of this is because we know Miami is a little shorthanded uh, or some guys are going to have to elevate and get playing time. So if we're looking at uh, whether it's best ball or so rare or DFS, some of these names we've probably heard before but might pop a little bit. So Jamal Kane right there, uh, 24 in 10 in 27 minutes, 24 and 10, uh, Orlando Robinson came off the bench, but played 17 minutes. He had 12 and four. Uh, and now let's get onto the Spurs. All right. Uh, Vemba, Vemba Wemby had 23, four and four in 23 minutes with just like wild highlights. Devin Vassell, who we've been pumping up here had 21 and three in 22 minutes, but where the Sohan, we got to, I got to come up with another bit. I've been saying that almost every time he had 10, six and three. And then listen, this is what I learned. Sure. I learned that Wemby is living up to the hyper. Right now, he seems like he's going to do damage right away. Uh, did you know Chetty Osman was on the San Antonio Spurs? I had no idea. I've been grinding tape. Had no idea Chetty was on the Spurs. Let Chetty cook, baby. Um, so in best ball stuff, I had been kind of fading Wemby because he had been going like anywhere from I like 26 to 30 overall. And I was like, listen, they're not going to run him out there. He's not going to play a ton of minutes. I don't think the Spurs are trying to be competitive right away. You know, like, I don't know how important that, like, they're thinking about this season, right? This is like a a, a long, a long view approach uh, for the San Antonio Spurs and Victor Wembanyama. I think I might have to take the L on this, guys. And I, so on Saturday morning, I got up and I was doing a couple of double dribble drafts. Wemby was going like 16th overall. I saw him go 10th overall in one of these drafts. Now, I still think that's a little wild, but I think I do have to hold a little bit of an L because he is going to, uh, you know, I, I just, it just seemed like he was going too early. I was like, we're taking him over dudes like Lori Markinen, who again, I know Lori's not a sexy name, but Lori is out there. We're taking him over uh, towns, bam, like real dudes. Um, and you know what? I think might be an L. Might be an L for me because he looks good. Also, we get a Borland sighting, baby. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm in. I'm buying all the hype. Uh, I know that there's still, like, injury concerns. But, you know, I don't – the way he moves, I like the way you move. Like, he's just – I don't know, man. Yeah, you know, Brackenridge said I just started getting shares like a week ago. Yeah, I, I think I did, like, three this weekend where I forced it. And uh, there's a couple of players like that that I'm starting to just jam in. Um because I, I, I'm just going to be so mad. He's so fun to watch and root for that if I don't have any exposure, I'm going to feel brutal. Uh, Top Shot comments says, we'll see how tough Wemby is once he plays the Rockets and D. Brooks hits him in the balls. I said this last week. I totally missed that Dylan Brooks slapped somebody in the balls this weekend or last week, and he did it to the Indiana Pacers. Like, even preseason, he's ball hunting. Shout out Dylan Brooks. Nothing but consistent. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate the commitment to the brand. Um, anyways, that was Spurs heat. Uh, again, I, we, we can't overreact too much to what Miami's doing. Miami had another game this weekend. That's going to require some drops from us on our end. But, um, second game that night, we only had two on Friday. We had the Warriors and the Lakers. Um, and there's one thing I'm not going to really dive into it until we get to the second game, but just think about something and we'll talk about it. Uh, when we get to the second Warriors game, cause they played last night as well. 
Steph had 18 and four and 20 minutes, 21 minutes. Uh, Moody off the bench had 15. Uh, Pajemski, is that, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, but that's the rookie. That was the first round pick from Golden State. Uh, he had 10, 10, and six in 26 minutes off the bench. He actually started the second game. I'm curious how they're going to use him. Uh, Kaminga, 26 and three in 27 minutes. And then on the Lakers side of things, on the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron played, I think that was his debut, had 12 and five in 18 minutes. Austin Reeves had 16 and three. Uh, Anthony Davis, 13, six and four in 22 minutes. And then listen, I, so when Torian Prince signed with the Lakers, a lot of people were like, dude, oh, yeah, there's a big shining. You should big shining. And I was like, man, when's the last time Torian, um, Torian was like really meaningful? I know he had a couple of minutes with Minnesota and we're like, Prince, but I was like, come on, that, that ship has sailed. Our Prince looks all right. He's 17. He started uh, the second game for him. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, Kamingo with a real big game there. That's fun. I mean, I'm care We'll talk more about them. Let's just move into Saturday. Only three games on Saturday. We start with the Hawks and the Pelicans. Atlanta won 110-105. Uh, Zion played a little more minute. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous he's not putting up monster numbers, uh, although he did go to the line eight times, knocked them all down, won 17-6 and six in 25 minutes. But it is good to see him playing 25 minutes right away. Um, I know I, I think he did 15 in his first game, like 20, second game, 25. So ramping him up. He seems, he looks like he's going to be ready to go in the postseason. He doesn't look as bouncy, uh, as he has in the past, but, um, we'll see Borland, uh, boots on the ground in Minnesota said Torian is solid, not a game changer, but much better than people think. Yeah. He, I think he's going, yeah, I, I think he's exactly what the Lakers needed. It was a good signing. And I, another L that I will hold up high, um, Hawkins, who I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't, I know, who, uh, doc, no, no, Dykes and Daniels. I'm thinking Hawkins had 17 off the bench. I don't know who that man is, but he had 17 off the bench for the Pelicans. Uh, Okongwu on Yekka had 18 and six in 25 minutes. Trey had 15 and five Murray, 12 and seven with four steals. Um, and then again, so Jalen Johnson did not start this game, which we, that was something we were following, right? He, um, he was starting in place of Deandre Hunter. Hunter didn't play this game either. Johnson though, off the bench had 12 and seven and 17 minutes. So he continues to be good. Also, I'm going to reference this a couple of times, but, uh, if you guys don't subscribe to Tom Ziller's good morning, it's basketball's newsletter. Um, it, it's really fun. And he did a fun little breakdown today. That was kind of like, uh, the, the stars of the Eastern conference that aren't really stars or the not so star. I forget how he titled it. Let's, what is he? Um, yeah, I forget how he titled it. But anyways, Okongu is one of the guys that he talked about that he was excited about. Um, and so, I don't know. We've we've been pumped about Okongu for a little while. He had a, a fun little write-up. So, again, recommend checking that out. I'm going to reference it again when we get to uh, some Charlotte Central. But, uh, yeah, I th that's really it, right? There was nothing else about that that we needed to talk about. Um, I guess, like, the Jalen Johnson stuff I'm still going to pay attention to. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm like, I don't normally root for Atlanta, but I do think I, I want some like good Atlanta vibes this year. You know, I kind of like they, cause if it, if it falls, if they flame out again this season or get off to a slow start or sitting in that like seven to 11, uh, or seven to 10 range with how bad the Eastern conference is. It's just like, man, what do you do there? What do you do? You know, no more excuses, right? You get a full, you had a full off season with Quinn Snyder, you move John Collins. That's supposedly why the vibes were bad. I don't know. I feel like this is a, a, you know, I was thinking about this when I was walking the dog. You know how we say like shit or get off the pot? Can we like pee or move off the bush? Is that like what dogs would say? That's what I was thinking about this weekend in my NyQuil fever dream. Um, anyways, okay. Minnesota Wolves, New York, Knickerbockers, Bing Bong. Wolves won 121-112. Ant-Man, baby. 17 and 8 in 27 minutes. Towns had 17 and 5 in 27 minutes. Ready? Nas Reed, baby. Nas Reed, 22 points in 19 minutes, although I did put a little LOL because he got one whole rebound. Um, RJ Barrett, 23 points in 26 minutes. Uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson had 8 and 7. Uh, there was a funny quote from Mitch Rob over the weekend because he was uh, in the rankings. He was like top 100. He was like the 100th best player in the NBA. I don't even know whose rankings these were, these were but he was 100. Uh, and they asked him a quote about being ranked 100, and he said, I'm him. Now, him feels like a singular thing, right? That that When you say, I am him, it sounds like there's only one him, and you are him. And it is funny to have that kind of response when they are – Based on this rankings, which you are responding to, 99 hymns ahead of you. 
So you are the 100th him. I mean, I guess there's something to be said for that, but I just love, hey, hey, Mitchell, how do you feel about being ranked top 100 at 100 in the entire NBA? I am him. We've got to retire that, man. We've got the same way that we got to retire too small. We got to retire I'm him, right? Or there has to be, you have to hit a certain threshold uh, before you're able to pronounce that out. I, I'm him after like, and it wasn't like they weren't saying that they were 90. Like, this specifically in the question, hey, man, there's 99 people better than you. How do you feel? I am him. Chaos, baby. Chaos. Love the Bing Bong Boys of the New York Knicks. Anyways, he had eight and seven. Uh, Miles McBride, who I forget is there, had 16 points. And then Evan Fournier uh, dropped 15. And I'm laughing because Rudy Gobert, I love that Rudy Gobert was uh, commenting on Evan Fournier. And I understand because they're uh, they're t- uh, French teammates. And Evan Fournier, every time it's international play, goes out there and balls. But Rudy was out there being like, you need to give Evan Fournier more minutes, baby. I don't know why you're burying him on the bench. And what I like about that is like, yes, he's probably supporting his fellow Frenchman, but there's a part of me that's like, yeah, Knicks, I know you're a competitive team in the East, but your biggest mistake is not playing your 11th man a little bit more, right? I like that there's a little game theory there. So not only is it supporting his team, his teammate, uh, but it's also trying to make the New York Knicks worse. And I like that. I like that strategy. Yeah, there you go. Maybe uh, the same way that Daryl Morey owned the Ben Simmons hollow. Also, can we just just go back to that, man? Remember, that's when we were really mooning. Daryl Morey was buying Top Shot moments of Ben Simmons, and we were like, dude, not only is Top Shot here to stay, so is Ben Simmons on the Philadelphia 76ers. Hold your hell. You hold your L's up high. Oh, no. I took myself off the stage. How about that, huh? There we go. The Sixers, or maybe maybe Roham was in my uh, was in my uh, UX or whatever, and took me off. I, that's UX was not the right word. Anyways, Wolves win that game, one twenty one, one twelve. We love to see it. All right, the last game of the night, we had Jazz Blazers, and shut up both of those teams because neither were interested in defense. One thirty eight, one thirty three. The Utah Jazz win. Um, Here's what was fun, though. Jeremy Grant, 24 points in 26 minutes, but not him. Anthony Simons, baby. The Simons was cooking. 29 points in 24 minutes. Um, I know I was shouting out the Jazz for doing this in their last preseason game where they started the three guards of Scoot, Simons, and Shaden Sharp, which, again, I think is bad for basketball but good for fantasy. Uh, This game, Shaden Sharp came off the bench but balled. he had uh, 27 and four off the bench. Scoot had 17 and eight, uh, two for seven from three. So he didn't like blow the doors off, but still 17 and eight is solid. On the Utah Yes, uh, Lori Markinen had 26 and nine in 25 minutes. Sexton, 16 and six off the bench. But then our boy Keontae, baby, still balling. So only played 23 minutes off the bench, 17, four and two, pretty efficient during that time. And yes, I am pumping my bags on Keontae George, but I'm very excited to see what, the, what that guard rotation ends up looking like because again right you got Clarkson Sexton neither of them real true point guards I just feel like Keontae George is going to earn himself some minutes there um but yeah I I'm excited again both of those teams are going to be fun league pass teams I think they're going to play fast uh they're going to play furious they're going to play Vin Diesel maybe Vin Diesel's music right maybe that'll be the pump up songs anyways Excited to watch them this season. Excited for fantasy purposes specifically. Again, I don't think they're going to be winning a ton of games, but they're going to be fun games. All right, let's get into uh, last night's action because there was a little bit more. So Hornets 117, OKC. Wait, did I forget TH? I did forget THT. You know what, Stannis boy? I don't know what THT's lines were. I don't really care, but we will do a drop. Santa's boy, Santa's boy, you boots on the ground in Utah. Well, look at that bed head right now, dude. That's how you know I'm not feeling well because I didn't take the time to put a little product in my hair. Um, do you, is that boots on the ground from Salt Lake City that uh, THT is starting? I don't know if that's true yet. Maybe he gets first crack at it. Um, 
Anyways, let's do, dude. Uh, so Hornets, they sat most of their dudes. J-Dub was their only real guy that went out there and played. Uh, he played 23 minutes at 18, 9, and 5 in 23 minutes. He continues to be a very exciting baller. Um, Wiggins, not Aaron, uh, not Andrew, but A-Aaron. Uh, Aaron Wiggins at 16 and 4. Uh, Michic, right? Misic, Michic? I think it's a hard Mich, Michic. Uh, he had 6, 8, and 3. I'm so fascinated how they're going to use him because uh, he's like, He's really not a shooter either, but a really solid playmaker. Um, God, OKC just has so much. Cason Wallace got the start too. He didn't do too much. And he only played like eight minutes. Uh, and then listen, I know our man hands drop is for uh, Terrence Man, but let's get a Trey Man. Let me see your man hands. Money. Uh, Trey Man, Trey Man was out there. What did he do? Trey, sorry, I'm all over the place. Trey Man had 18 off the bench, but and another drop because PJ Mother in Washington went out there and dropped. What was it? 31 and three, and you're like, oh wow, 31 points from PJ. How many minutes did he play? 40? No, he dropped 31 points in 24 minutes. PJ Washington. <laughs> PJ Washington. God, PJ, so good. PJ, so good. Uh, let me hit the rest of those Charlotte uh, stats before I yell about something. Uh, Rogier had 19 and 6, Lamelo 16, 6 and 6. Uh, Brandon Miller didn't do too much, but he got the start. Uh, so Miles Bridges turned himself in. He had a fun little mugshot that came out. Uh, and he's back at practice. And I was like ready to tune up the Charlotte Hornets. I was ready. I was ready to yell about it. Um, and I wonder, is this one of these situations where they're not allowed to take any sort of punitive action until it plays itself out? Or could they be like, hey, Miles, can you at least just like go away for a little while? Like just take a week off. Just go away till this gets this is sorted out. I did think it was weird that he was like back in practice later that day um, and like still with the team. I don't really know. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to talk about it from a basketball sense. I just want him gone. I don't think we need that garbage in the league. And I'm talking both about his actions and him as a person. Like, just get him on out. Get him on out. We don't need that. Um, but to transition to basketball a little bit, it does make me a little bit more excited about seeing this team with Brandon Miller starting. Because I imagine Brandon Miller just like, because, right, we, were, we called out that preseason game a week ago or so where Brandon Miller was coming off the bench. And I think their starting five was Scary Terry, LaMelo, Bridges, PJ, Mark Williams. And now with him gone, it should be Brandon Miller slotting in there, which again makes everybody the fantasy goodness of everybody a little bit better. I want to let's shout out Tom Ziller's uh, Good Morning It's Basketball one more time. I'm going to read you what he wrote about Mark Williams because Mark Williams was the second guy that he was jacked up about in this um, after Tyler Hero and Mark Williams. He says, Until Brandon Miller proves otherwise, Mark Williams is the second most exciting prospect on the Hornets roster after LaMelo Ball. When he could suit up towards the end of last season, he had taken over as the starting center for the club. That should continue. Still just 21. Williams is already one of the best rebounders in the league, a good finisher and a shot blocker. What Ziller is most excited about here is that Ball and Williams only played 321 minutes together last season. This should be a rich combo, both with Williams screening and rolling hard for Ball for Ball's wildest lob attempts for a one to five defensive battery that theoretically tortures opponents if Ball truly locks in on defense. The best thing that Ziller said, though, the rest of the team is a tire fire and the vibes seem atrocious, but Mark Williams is worth watching. Listen, I will read anybody who pumps up Mark Williams. I'm telling you that right now. If you have a Mark Williams piece, send it my way. I will read it out. I'll share it because I am buying all the Mark Williams hype. I'm going to look at my exposure in a little bit, but good Lord. Um, yeah, Brackenridge saying get a lot of PJ, so send his ass. Yeah, me too. I got a lot of PJ and a lot of Mark Williams, but I, I really am excited about Mark Williams, both, again, from like so rare fantasy, whatever, but I'm also just, I think he's going to have a really big second year. Um, and again, I don't think Charlotte's going to be like very competitive or anything, so there's no reason not to just run him into the ground. Um, Mark Williams over Time Lord. Right now, because I, I I'm not sure how Portland's going to use Time Lord. Right? Does I because I know he had a little injury scare too. Because he, he almost played. I think he's fine. He almost played a preseason game. They're like, hey, J.K. Um, but I I imagine Time Lord gets moved right to a competing team, a competing team. Because it'd be silly for Portland to keep him on that deal. Like, just move him, man. Just move him. Um. All right, let's keep going. I lost my spot. Okay, yeah, so we covered that game. Heat and Grizz, Heat culture, bounce back, 132-124. And you know what? Before we talk about this game, we're just going to hit you with it. 
Oh man, sorry, I just downed the rest of my coffee. Whoo! Uh, Tyler Hero went nuts. Uh, 30 points in 31 minutes. He went for 30 and six. Bam was out there. He had 26 and six with three blocks. He only played 25 minutes. I think he got three blocks in like the first quarter and a half. Uh, Kenny Lofton, who there was some weird report, uh, or I don't know if it's weird. But uh, about him weighing over 300 pounds going into camp. And then, like, Chris Verno, I think it was, like, a part of a conversation. I think the, the quote was taken out of context a little bit. But, anyways, Lofton looked good off the bench, had 15. Zaire Williams, who, again, he kind of was, like, banished last season. Uh, and now he's, like, he's this is the third or fourth time we've talked about him. Uh, but he had 19 off the bench. Santi Aldama dropped 15. Desmond Byrne had 26 and 4 and Triple J with 14 and 6. No Marcus Smart in this game. Obviously, no John Morant. Uh, although they, there was a report that Jaws actually able to practice with the team and like hang out at the facility and stuff uh, throughout this season. So it shouldn't affect the vibes or maybe it does affect the vibes. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but good win for Miami. Raps played CNS. Uh, I think that's the Taipans. Uh, the only the only player I'm going to shout out, Elf Payton, dude. Elford Payton playing for, for this international team, CNS. Dropped 21-7-7, but here's what I found surprising. That was off the bench. So I don't know I don't know if they treat the preseason like the NBA does, where they're just like mixing and matching different fives, seeing what works and what doesn't, giving people different roles. Elf Payton, though, Elf on a Shelf, baby, was out there cooking 21-7-7 against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, this game was over pretty quickly, though. Not a lot to take away from Toronto, except for Scotty Barnes only played 18 minutes and dropped 14-5-4. That's good to see. That's the type of lines we want, want it well per minute basis anyways the type of lines we're hoping to see from scotty barnes this season because uh he you know he's going to be that point forward for them uh, and then siakam 12 7 and 5 in 17 minutes a lot of weird siakam buzz last couple of days uh joke rock saying Ja can do everything but be in the building during the games including travel to the team it's good thank you joke rock boots on the ground we love boots on the ground uh all right more importantly bucks and lakers let's get some hype here uh bucks 108 97 actually santa boy before i do that santa's boy says are you buying scotty stocks yeah yeah i'm down i'm in new york city as you guys know and i'm on wall street and i'm in there i'm ringing the bell in the morning i'm getting all the scotty barnes i can i am gonna buy it. i'm choosing to believe okay uh i did think it was funny I posted a community poll and I was like, who wins most improved player? People are like Scotty Barnes. And I, I love the idea of you win rookie of the year and then your second year didn't live up to snuff. So then your third year, you can win most improved player. There's no way that's happened before in NBA history, right? From rookie of the year to then most improved your third year. Or I don't see it happening unless they turn into like a superstar their third year, right? And we, we're not even saying he turns into superstars, more of like banking off what he did last year. Anyways, uh, I am buying the Scotty Barnes hype, though. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for Scotty Barnes. I want to lean into it and have a great time. Um, Bucks Lakers, though, this is the first time Dame and uh, Dame and Giannis are together. Joker Rock was saying Ja did it. So everything I just said is garbage right away. But the difference with Ja, right? Ja, it's not that Ja had a bad second year. He just turned into a superstar's third year. Uh, I don't, yeah, anyways, I don't, maybe that takes sucked. Who, I suck. I suck. Let's take a mental health break, actually, because, because of how much I suck, we deserve a break here. Let's do it. Hey, man, I noticed that, uh, I noticed that some of my Series 2 moments, uh, I spent a lot of money on them, and it's not worth as much. So, uh, Jacob, uh, can you make it worth more? Yeah, we're, we're forcing the drops this morning because I'm coughing a lot. But you can't tell. You can't tell because I'm on my game. Uh, but anyways, Dame, 14 and 4 in 22 minutes. Giannis had 16 and 8 in 15 minutes. Anthony Davis played 16, 7 and 5 in 18 minutes. No LeBron. Christian Wood and Anthony Davis started together. That's hilarious. Uh, man, it uh, Giannis, Giannis dropped some post moves last night. He, there was one where he was down uh, with Anthony Davis and just kind of hitting him with some Akeem stuff. It did look like he switched his pivot foot like four or five times, but still looked good. Uh, this Giannis Dame stuff, man, like it's funny. People are like, dude, their pick and roll is going to be unstoppable. Their offense is going to be nuts. And But then you actually see it, and it's like, man, there was this – like Giannis hit Dame with something in the uh, – Dame's like on the angle. Dame's just like jab-stepping, jab-stepping, and then hits one of his deep threes. And I'm like, Giannis has never had this, man. And that's no shade on Drew Holiday or Middleton or any other player that he's played with. But, man, Dame is just like – it's just a different caliber of guy that Giannis has. And that offense really is going to be a legit. And I'm very excited to watch it, even though it makes me nervous as a Celtics fan. Um, so I'm buying that hype, too. And I know it's preseason. You don't want to, like, get too – 
get too over the moon about anything, but man, he looks good. Weisberg, yes, you're right. Hakeem scammed him, says Santa's boys. Um, anyways, yeah, that's uh, I'm 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 both nervous and excited to watch that Bucks Lakers. I do still think there's like some real real holes. Uh, Weisberg saying Bucks ran a lot of fun stuff with Giannis and Dame. Giannis said post game that's the most uh open he's ever been. Yeah, Giannis after the game too said uh Dame got double teamed the first possession of the game and he was like blown away. Giannis couldn't believe that that's what was happening. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. It's going to be fun. They're going to score a lot of points. A lot of points. Uh, all right, let's go. How many games we got left? Three games, two games left. Nuggets and Bulls. This one went to, oh, no, the next one did. Uh, Nuggets won 116-102. So the one takeaway, the Bulls didn't play any of their starters, right? There was no Levine, uh, no DeRozan, no Vucci main, but Patrick Williams. Dropped 20 points last night. And I he's just, listen, we know he can do the defensive stuff. His rebounding needs to get a little bit better, but we know he's a solid defender out there. All of a sudden, he's putting up 20 a game. You know he's going to get a lot of run, and he's going to he's gonna play a lot if the Bulls are competitive, but he's still going to play a lot if the Bulls suck, right? If the Bulls get off to a slow start and they move off to Rosen or Levine trade rumors, Vooch trade rumors, whatever, Pat Williams is still going to be there, and he's going to get a ton of minutes. And that might not be fun basketball to watch, but if you are someone drafting best ball or so rare or DFS, Patrick Williams is a name I'm going to pay attention to. And I'm that same vein, Kobe White, another guy that they re-signed, dropped 20 and three in those minutes. Uh, yeah, and Rosenbaum, uh, D Rose, Dan Rosenbaum. Uh, yeah, he's only 22. 22. It's huge. Huge for Pat Will. So I do think he's not moving anywhere and is in line for a good amount of playing time one one way or another. Um, Io, Io 12, 7, and 4. Sorry, I was talking about Kobe White. That's another guy. Like Io, Kobe, I don't think any of those are big trade candidates, right? If they move off of any of those guys, it's going to be like a, the bigger name. So those all seem like fun fantasy plays. On the Nuggets side of things, uh, Jamal only played 22 minutes, dropped 21 and 5. Jokic only played 23 minutes, dropped 15, 9, and 5. He had that crazy, like, put the ball behind his back, then like running out of bounds, knocked it down. It's crazy. crazy. Um, and yes, I would, I have this noted, bolded, ready to go. The big takeaway I have from the Nuggets is that Strother is going to be dependent on for a huge bench roll after Christian Brown. That's what we were saying last week, right? I think I even did a short about Julian Strother. I'm excited to have Adam Maris from DNVR ne on next week to talk about specifically him. So Strother last night dropped 23 points off the bench in 25 minutes. He's played three preseason games. He's dropped 25, 16, and now 23. Or that or was that 20? No, 25, 16, and 23. Absolutely cooking right now. Um, and Hunter Tyson, right? We talked about him a little bit. The big, uh, the guy who from Summer League, who I made a white joke. Uh, he had 13 and 5 and 17 minutes. I do think both of those guys are going to get meaningful minutes. I do agree with Weisberg. Christian Brown is going to be the first guy off the bench, but they have to replace some of that, like the minutes and the usage of both Jeff Green and Bruce Brown, who were like big guys for them, right? And I don't know how much they want to be relying on dudes like Reggie Jackson, right? So I think Strouther... Um, Strouther and, um, and Hunter Tyson, I think are going to get real shots. Actually, let me look at the Denver Nuggets roster real quick, because I, I was just, I was trying to think like, are the Nuggets out there just seeing what they have in these guys or, um, or, are or are they like in a real spot here to, to make some noise? So let me look. So the Nuggets last night played a bunch of dudes. So their bench looks like Zeke Najee. Jamal Pickett, something key. I don't know Key's last name. Hunter Tyson, who we talked about, right? So they got Tyson, uh, Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson's a real guy. Connor Gillespie, who missed most of last season with the injury, the rookie out of or now second year dude uh, out of Villanova. Uh, Tony, another picket. They got two pickets. That's cool. Not nah, there. Yeah. So this is, this is real. What we're seeing from Strouther is real. I mean, again, preseason. So he's probably not going to be dropping 20 a game, but I do think it's worth paying attention to what he's doing. Um, and I, he's going to be my 16th round pick, I think, for the next week. I'm going to just try to get overweight on Strouther. Also, Jared Magnuson in the chat. We get Stan, We know it's a good morning because Stan's out here uh, throwing some shade. We love that. Swingman Podcast in here said, I've heard some really smart people on So Rare picked up Sharp, Eight, and Yuta. Those are all the guys I picked up, George. We love that. And you know what? We're going to take our first official break, right? Weird breaks. We're going to do a little So Rare ad read uh, on behalf of today's NBA bit is brought to you by So Rare. Daily fantasy sports is annoying. Constantly paying attention to injury news, who's starting, who's sitting, and just having to remember to enter your lineups each and every day. With So Rare, you just have to enter your lineup once for each game week. And instead of having to pay an entry fee each time you enter a contest, with So Rare, once you buy your cards, the tournaments are free. Each game week, you'll have 
have a chance to win more card rewards to bolster up your roster. And this year, So Rare is introducing cash prizes. So sign up for So Rare today using the link in the description, and they'll start you with 20 free common cards. And by using our link, once you buy five cards from auction, they'll give you a 6-1 free. So sign up for So Rare today and see if you can take down Mike Sorarian. There we go. And since we have a bunch more people here, uh, let me just recap real quick. We've got the oh, So Rare sponsored tip-off show that I'm going to be doing live from the So Rare studios a week from tomorrow from noon to 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to read off this guest list one more time, all right? Ian Carmel from All Fantasy Everything, former head writer for James Corden, big-time comedian and Portland Trailblazers fan. He's going to be on the show. Adam Mares from DNVR, which if you guys don't know DNVR, it's like one of the cooler things. It's basically... Uh, uh, it's like a cooler bar stool in my opinion, uh, but they cover everything Denver Nuggets. They open up their own sports bar and do all of their live podcasts from there. It's dope. Uh, we get Skeets, obviously from No Dunks coming on. Andrew Schleck from Down to Dunk and The Athletic is coming on to talk Thunder. Katie Heindel is going to be here. Keith Parrish from Fast Break Breakfast. We've got Marcus Thompson from The Athletic to come on and talk the Warriors. We also have Howard Beck from The Ringer. We've got a crazy ass show. So I'm very excited. Very excited for the show. Make sure you're out there. Uh, hanging out. Uh, Joker Rock was saying too. Check the auction this morning. It was weird seeing that it empty. It kicks off tomorrow, baby. Tomorrow they've got a bunch of fun stuff coming. I think a bunch of fun stuff coming out. I know the auction starts tomorrow. Do I get likeness funds for uh, Sorarian nickname? You should, Billy. Uh, you should, Borland. Billy said I was terrified when Sorarian mentioned daily contests. Only needing to pay attention twice a week is huge. I know. I like they're sprinkling in some other stuff too, but. How much smaller are the rare contests than the limited? Also, where the hell is the merch I won in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know where it is. Uh, they announced the they announced that information. I don't have it in front of me, Stan. Uh, maybe I'll pull that up. We'll talk about it tomorrow since tomorrow is like the big announcement day. We'll we'll talk some more so rare. Um, but yeah, they, they are smaller. Like I think there's only – I'll have to go check. Uh, D-Rose says, so if this is my second year on so rare, do I need to buy new cards? Yeah, we'll do a full – uh, we'll do a full thing tomorrow, but yeah, so the, you don't, you can use year one cards. The only, the biggest difference between year one and year two is the boost change, right? So in year one, when it's, when the year is live, you have like a 5% boost on all limited cards, right? The second we move to year two, you lose the boost for year one cards and year two get the boost. But if you were playing the whole time, you earn that XP, so it kind of cancels out. Hope that's helpful. I know it's a little confusing. Anyways, we still got one more game left, baby. And this, I was excited to talk about this one. So the Golden State Warriors play the Kings, 121-115. This one goes to overtime. Uh, no Steph in this game. Clay only played 17 minutes, but uh, went two for three from three. Dropped 12 points uh, quickly. And then moved. Uh, Wiggins dropped 20 points in 22 minutes. Moody had 16 off the bench. Kaminga had 28 in, tw in six. So Kaminga dropped 28 points. And in the first game, Kaminga dropped 26 points. There was a game last week where he's 20 points. Plus, Kaminga's been balling this preseason. And here's tinfoil hat. They obviously need Kaminga to, if the Warriors bench is pretty depleted. They don't have a ton of depth. So if Kaminga balls... I think they'd be happy with that, right? Obviously, they're like, good, we have a reliable bench guy. But part of me, doo -doo 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 are they just like showcasing Kaminga right now? Are they like, Kaminga, go get your buckets, baby. Go get your buckets. Remember, because there was a lot of tension. Kaminga had a rough attitude there down the stretch in that King series. Was basically like a big-time player for them while Wiggins missed like four months that nobody talks about anymore, right? And then was kind of played out of the rotation, had a bad attitude, butt heads with Steve Kerr. Maybe Steve's like, listen, dude, I know you don't want to be here. This isn't the squad for you. What if we just make you look awesome? And then we get you out of here. You know? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the right move. If I'm, I think I would just want Kaminga to be good and reliable and just play him. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat, baby. Um, yes, you do need to get into that stuff. Now they have uh, cash prizes. Kaminga is out of there, in my opinion, says we the people. Steve Kerr hates young players. Says Santa's boys. Yeah, that's kind of where I lean. The thing is, though, they don't have um, – they just don't have depth, right? So they'd have to get like real pieces that can play right now, like good vets to come in and play. Weisberg saying, uh, watched a lot of that game last night. Interesting, interesting. They played him as much as they did. Good point. His agent leaked that he was unhappy. Yeah. I, I kind of think this might be, this might be them showcasing him to get him out of there. Like, and maybe like Draymond might miss a couple of games early on, right? With that injury, or maybe, maybe, I don't know that first month or two of the season, they play him hard, uh, 
and then get him out of there. Swingman saying Chris Paul and the sixth man of the conversation is something that people are afraid to talk about. I'm not afraid to talk about it. I just think it's not going to happen. I just don't think he's going to do enough. Um, I don't think he's going to do enough. And Borland saying hot take Duarte. Yeah, let me finish the King stuff, right? So uh, I do. I like Duarte too. I think that is, uh, again, just a shooter to come off the bench is they, more of that for them, right? Um, on the King side of things, Sabonis continues to just be very efficient, right? Uh, he dropped, what was it? Sorry, I lost my place. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry, guys. Uh, where are we? Okay, yes. Uh, Sabonis had 19, 11, and 5 in 25 minutes. Uh, Fox had 17, six and five, uh, regularly says Kaminga and clay for cat. So I think they'd, ha would they have to extend clay first to make that work? Um, I don't know if that works money wise regulator, but that's interesting. Uh, speaking of Carl Anthony towns, there was weird reports. I always like where the Knicks are like, we're monitoring Carl Anthony towns. Like people just saying stuff, man, people just out here talking. Right. Like I, what it, I'm monitoring ESPN's job openings. Like, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing? Is there any real smoke there? Or the Knicks just trying to sprinkle some stuff out there, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I really think the, the Timberwolves this season anyways, are going to see what they have from that court because they did give Denver a little bit of trouble and that, well, not really, they won a game and they almost won two games. Right. So, Maybe they just want to see a full season of this squad. You got another year of McDaniel, see how he progresses. Uh, Ant-Man might be taking a leap this year, right? So maybe you just see what happens. Um, Weisberg saying uh, they really need, uh, they really need the fact, they really need the fact that the Kings had Herder come off the bench might be, might be some preseason stuff, but boy, was unhappy. Was he unhappy post game? Yeah. And Terrence, what's up, Terrence? Says Duarte is better than Herder. Okay, this is a hot ass take right here. I Wow. I don't think I would go that far yet. I do. So Terrence, let me ask you this. Are you a little salty after the herder playoff performance? Cause I, that's how I was. I was pretty frustrated when mainly for like DFS purposes, but herder kind of disappeared and clammed up in those games and just was shooting like 4% from the field. Um, I just, I don't think they want to rely on Duarte, right? But it's nice to have a flamethrower come off the bench. And if he's hot, you let him run. And if he's not, you take him out, right? Just like a good heat check guy. Uh, and just another guy to put on that bench. They get a lot of those weird guards that they can just throw out there, right? Because is T dot still there? Is Terrence, I abuse people. Davis still there or is, um, and they still got Malik. Monk. Like just have a lot of those guys. Uh, wow. Uh, Herder is the redhead. No, I know who, <laughs> I know who Herder is. I know who Herder is and no offense to redheads. Also Terrence, dude, my wife is a redhead. So you better just, you're on slippery slope right here, my friend. <laughs> also Terrence, I feel, are you new to the channel, man? Thanks for being here. And if you're not new, Maybe it's your first time commenting. Either way, happy you're here, my dude. Uh, I wouldn't trade Ben Simmons for Clay. Okay, where, where did this come from? People throwing that take out there? I like this. I like these takes. Uh, but anyways, we only have a few days left of the preseason. The NBA season right around the corner. Uh, tonight, 89 Cavs. Justin and Steve return. That's at 7 o'clock. We'll be back. Uh, I think we're going to be doing awards, right? Because last uh, we did the... We did the chat. Uh, I mean, we did the uh, standings last week of the top 10 of the East and the West. And then this week we're banging out some of the MVP awards and just seeing some wild stuff. Um, we'll have Steve just yell some stuff. Very excited for that. Uh, so that's tonight at seven. Make sure you tune in for that. Uh, Clay has been pretty bad in the preseason, says Weisberg. So uh, I saw a report late last night. Also, it's so funny that uh, uh, Bob Myers was on the studio show with uh, Woj and everybody else as they were talking about uh, – Clay's extension. And there were some rumors over the weekend that they were like, yeah, Clay actually doesn't want as much money as you think. And he's not really concerned, wants to stay with the core. They feel like they're in a good place. So it sounded like that deal was going to get done. And then all of a sudden extension talks done. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. They, they makes it seem like they are going to uh, the report was like Clay's ready to hit unrestricted free agency, which would be, surprising i don't know though who else is going to go out there and drop a bag for clay at this point you know so i don't know if he's going to get more money on the open market at this point um we'll see i mean i love clay clay is like a fun dude to watch i've i've been i've been a fan of him for a while that injury run sucked so bad but like we were watching last year right in that playoff series with the warriors against the Kings, sabonis who is not known for any sort of defensive quickness would get switched on to clay and then Clay couldn't get by him. 
And so then now, and Clay's not really the defender that he once was either. So now he's just become a lights out three point shooter, which is still super valuable. But what made Clay the max type of guy that he was is that he was doing it on both ends. And I just don't know if he has that. Now, reports were like, hey, he actually had a real off season. He got into shape. He was doing some stuff. He's not afraid of his body anymore. So maybe we see Clay come out here and ball out. And now the Warriors actually screwed themselves by not doing the extension because he's shown that he still has the ceiling, right? So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, let's keep, let's go. Uh, Mike, what's your hot takes of Santa's boy for the season? Well, my hot take also, Bill Simmons, bro. Are you watching my content? So I, my hot take was the Oklahoma City Thunder that I dropped in like April and May. All off season, we've been talking about how OKC is going to be a top four team in the West. They are going to host a playoff season in the Western playoffs, and they're going to get bounced in the first round. I basically was saying the Sacramento King, I mean, the Oklahoma City Thunder are the Sacramento Kings. And then Bill Simmons does a pod, and he's like, oh my God, what if they're a top four seed team in the West? And then KOC dropped this Joel Embiid. What, could he be a trade candidate to OKC? We also had that conversation. And then Woj gets on there and he was like, oh my God, what if, what if he, what if uh, the West are a top four team in the West? Like, come on. I mean, the OKC. Anyways, I'm a big fan. Um, I'm a big fan of OKC. I think they're going to be a top four team in the West. The other thing, I mean, I think the, I think the Sixers, I think Tyrese Maxey makes an all-star team. That's going to be the other one. I think Tyrese Maxey makes the all-star team. I don't think James Harden is going to play a single regular season game for the Sixers. Uh, and I think Maxey is going to go absolute ham. I was looking at some numbers. And Zach Lowe had Tim Bontemps on, and they were talking about it. Uh, I'm very I'm very excited about uh, Maxey. I think the Sixers are going to finish like sixth or something in the West. But I think Maxey is going to go off. And Beat even had some comments about making Maxey an all-star this year. So I'm excited about Tyrese Maxey. So those are my two hot takes. Hot, hot takes. Um, and I'll show you. Actually, let me go over. Uh, because I wanted to show you how how like you can tell what my hot takes are based on where I'm drafting these bros in uh, underdog basketball. We the people says supposedly Harden will play home games till he he's traded. It's funny if I was James Harden, I'd only play road games. So I love that he's like, nah, dude, I want to get booed a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> um, I like Hero too, uh, Stan. I'm fine with the hero take too. I think hero, I'm excited for what hero is going to do. All right. So let's go. I have done, oh, what are you doing? I've done 96 underdog best ball drafts, which is crazy. I don't want to think about that too much. I'm going to show you my exposure here. So we'll start at guards. Can you guys see this? Okay. So this, I dude, I have 33% Keontae George. So for those that were like, Hey Mike, I think you're being a little too high on Keontae George, even higher 27% Jamal Murray. And this here's my Tyler, my maxi take. There you go, twenty four percent maxi. And then we got J Dub and Cade Cunningham all over twenty percent. Devin Vassell and Shaden Sharp right behind them. Then we get some Giddy, some Scoot, some Bogdan, Conley. SGA's over fourteen percent. Benedict Matherin's over fourteen. Christian Brown right there. I'm gonna try to get some DeAnthony Melton too. Because what if Melton starts next to? Maxi with no uh, no James Harden there. Then we get some Cam Thomas, some Eamon Thompson, Steph Curry, Austin Reeves, Lamelo, Simons, and Brogdon, White, Jalen Green, Luca, Fultz, all over ten percent. There you go. That's all over ten percent. Uh, regulator in the chat too saying heroes better than Bradley Beal. There were some reports that Miami believes that as well, right? My there was reports that came out that Miami weren't interested in Bradley Beal at all because they liked heroes upside a little bit more. We're going to look at wings. We're still high on Zion, which is going to come back and bite me in the cookies. Uh, but 28% on the old Zion. We got 25% on Jeremy Sohan. I'm just going to read everything that's over 10%. Kawhi, right under uh, 20. Jarris Walker, uh, 18. Paul George, 18. PJ Dubs, PJ Washington, 17%. Keegan, 15. Jovich, 14. I was hammering Jovich because I thought he was going to Portland. Trey Murphy, I've been trying to get a lot of lately. He's at 14%. Tari Eason, 13. Jabari Smith Jr., 13. I thought I had way more Jabari. Bilal Koulibaly, I've been trying to draft a way more of uh, 12%. KJ Martin, Osler Thompson, Andrew Wiggs, Jalen Brown, Jaden McDaniels, Scotty Barnes, Mikel Bridges, Michael Porter Jr., and Cam Whitmore all over 10%. Uh, Nigel says, I'm new to NBA basketball. Do you have any strategy to lean towards? Uh, so this is what I've been doing, man. Yeah, if you can't get an elite big, right, because you the way the scoring works, it's two guards, two wings, and one big, and then uh, one or two flex spots. I can't remember. I think it's just one flex spot, right? So uh, 
Overloading on wings is important because the wing drop-off happens quick. All of a sudden, you're drafting dudes like Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon, right? So try to get those wings early. Um, and then I try to get one talented big. So whether it's Jokic, uh, Jokic, uh, oh, we, we got a doggo sighting. What's up, big dog? Um, trying to get one of those elite bigs early. And if I don't get an elite big, I'm trying to hammer Wendell Carter Jr., Mark Williams, like that range of a top 100. Um but Nigel, I've done a couple of streams you can find. You can find it in our playlist under NBA Best Ball where I go through the drafts. So definitely check that out. Uh, and then last but not least, Biggs, right? Dude, look at this. Mark Williams, 32%. Anthony Davis, 26%. I've been drafting so much Anthony Davis. Uh, 26%, uh, 26%. Then Wendell Carter Jr. I just talked about, 25%. Time Lord, Lively, uh, Robinson. And then I got some Steven Adams in there, some Kevon Looney, Jalen Duran, Chet Holmgren, which I wish I had more of, Okongwu, Zach Collins. Now, I'm going to keep scrolling so you can see where Wemby, only six shares of Wemby so far. I need to get more Wemby. I need more Wemby. Um, I wish I had more. I just want more Wemby. I'm so nervous about it now. But anyways, that's my best ball exposure. Excited about that. Um, all right. Hey, just a reminder, 89 Cavs tonight, 7 p.m. Uh, if you're new to the show this morning, like the stream, subscribe to the channel. We do this show, the NBA bit, all year long, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern. So just come back tomorrow morning. We'll be back uh, Wednesday night. We'll have Shot Tank at 9 p.m. And then Friday, for you underdog freaks, we'll be doing some best ball, some daily, some pick at 3 p.m. We'll do a little underdog happy hour. We should have a guest this week. Should be a good time. Hope everybody had a nice weekend, though. Happy Monday. Let's get out there. Let's get after it. No Dunks is back. Go watch them. They're back on their daily their daily shit. Um, so we're excited, excited to be back. One week away, baby. One more week. Hope everybody has a great rest of the day. And I will see you all tomorrow.